Hey, Jason Rice here. Another episode of Lot Party. Again, what this episode's about, what this show's about, Lot Party. If you ever worked at a dealership, uh, we called it a Lot Party at our dealership, and I know a lot of markets do, where basically we get all the sales staff, the porters, we get out on that physical lot and move things around, maybe get the cars to the front and the trucks in the back, or put cars in special spots, or at this time of the year, it's maybe snowing out and we got to plow and clean off the cars, so we call it a Lot Party. Get everything out there, get the cars standing tall. So <clears throat> what this show's about, again, is virtually what are we doing online virtually with our inventory with our marketing with our strategies and so forth and I like to spend a lot of time focusing on inventory individually um, you know there's a lot of processes behind inventory management a lot of things you could be doing to tweak it and that's what previous a lot party episodes have been about but um, just here recently there's a magazine out um, headline it was a December and I'm kind of peeking at it inventory management strategies you know, going into next year and stuff was kind of the, the headline. And I was reading through it and one of the experts that they had in there, kind of what they, they said concerned me. And uh, so not that they're wrong, again, just based on the information I see, the trends I see, and kind of the theories that I want to throw out to you, I think it was kind of, it's kind of misguided um, direction or uh, advice for dealers to do with trying to improve ROI or, or your grosses on inventory management. This was wrapped around new cars, but I'm going to wrap used cars into this conversation too. One of the biggest challenges I have with dealerships is trying to get them to not just look at how many volume, how much volume they're doing and average gross profit. Now I know that might sound silly because that's where a lot of these managers' in, uh, uh, checks come from. You know how their pay plans are worked is based off of volume and average gross profits. But once you start managing actually at a more of a of an efficiency level um, and turning that inventory, getting both gross and volume, it's uh, it's looking at total what they call velocity, looking at a total profit margins, not just for that department, but the ripple effect through the whole of dealership between uh, finance, additional opportunities, and so forth. <clears throat> so that's why I want to go over today. The biggest challenge, I think, with inventory management is, again, looking at um, you know every used car the same. A lot of times, or any, any car, new and used. Again, this conversation was on new, and, I, and I'm going to quote some of this stuff. I'm going to transition it to new and used, but you know, trying to make fifteen hundred to two grand a car is not a bad thing, or even more. Um, and it's not that it isn't possible, or making three grand a car isn't a bad thing, or it's not impossible. You know, like they always said, MSRP or sticker price is the best price, and I understand all that. But to drive margins at a dealership, one of the things, especially again going back to used car management, is trying to get them to understand looking at percentages. Percentages are easier to capture than a raw, raw number. And what I mean by that, if, if I have $2 million in inventory, now if I can get a 10% return, I'm making $200,000 on that inventory each month and over two and a half, almost $2.5 million for a year just on the front end uh, profitability of that, uh, of that inventory. So not including back in and so forth. So if I can look at a percentage and approach each car, as a percentage base and where the obstacle comes in is a lot of these cheaper cars and I, I see managers wholesaling cars that are nice you know eight ten grand cars maybe not now this time of year with tax season because we're, we're January 10th here so tax seasons around the corner and here but a lot of times they end up wholesaling a car because they can't after recon and stuff they're not going to make their two grand on the car so they get rid of it but if you actually look at your inventory as a whole again your total average investment out there your total investment out there maybe you got a million or two million in inventory you can get a 10 percent return so if you break it down each car to get 10 percent it's easier to do that so for an example an eight grand retail car 
membership profits $800. So you're not going to make, maybe you can make $1,500, two grand, three grand on that car. Go for it. But even an $800 deal, if you're going for that 10% spread and that 10% margin is not a bad deal. So don't pass up a lot of those cars. <clears throat> and I'm going to go into the topic of this new car. I'm going to kind of look on the screen here because I want to read the, the question to the expert and then again the reply. And it says, you know, how are the recent slowdowns of, of the pace of new vehicle sales and the ongoing compression of dealership margins affecting dealerships' current inventory strategies. And that expert, I don't know their name, but, and again, I'm not going to name names anyways, but they said, the new car market is still hovering around uh, near 2015 levels, which was a record year for sales, so we're seeing a high plateau. Now again, there is a record new year this year, but I want to want you guys to understand the actual retail sales was down like 1.4%. So the retail, what we do with dealers as dealers, that was down. You know, it's the uh, fleet cars that help increase that level. But he continues to say there are two ways to help margins. First, sell larger vehicles, and second, sell vehicles that are fully loaded. Either will increase dealerships' margins, and it looks like buyers are comfortable with more expensive vehicles since transaction prices are at a record high. Now, I, I, I agree with that. You know, transaction prices, obviously, there's a proof there that those are record high, but that's also because the spread of, of, of banks going 72 and even 80, 84 months on loans and leasing is, uh, is huge. The penetration on lease is huge. So that's why those records are high but you know I deal with a lot of uh, Highline stores on new car management I got a I got a Highline store matter of fact it's an infinity store and they're struggling with they had a lot of higher dollar cars with more equipment and those cars weren't selling the cheaper cars with less equipment were selling and we're talking about things like navigation you know is it as important this is again affinity and yeah it is important a lot of people want to pay for it but a lot of people like myself I use my phone we got a nav system in the car but most of the time I plug it in my phone before I'm even out to the car and just hit go and I run it through there because I'm Bluetooth and everything so, you know, it, it, that feature isn't as important to me, or even iPads, you know, uh, my kids have pads all the time, and, you know, rear entertainment maybe isn't as important as it was to me five years ago with my kids. So, the other thing with that is the fact that <clears throat> higher dollar cars, to make your 10% on a $70,000 car, or a $40,000 truck instead of a, a $30,000 truck, Again, 10%, it's hard to make five grand on a, on a, on a $50,000 car, six grand on a $60,000 car. There's less buyers out there for the higher dollar cars, plus it's harder to take that 10% spread. And I'm going to tell you, I'm actually going to show a chart here. One of the things we track with our dealerships, and at least on inventory management on used cars, is what we call inventory efficiency. And that's really the goal, what we, what we try to do when we help our dealerships is, and when I was traveling with V Auto helping dealerships, you know, a lot of times they would be, have a system and they say, hey, you know, Jason, this is great. I've been using this, this tool for a while, but my sales hasn't increased and my grosses are the same. And maybe they're selling, I don't know, I'm just throwing arbitrary numbers, 60 cars on 1.5 million of inventory and 100 cars or whatever that average 100 cars 1.5 million selling 60 now they're still selling 60 but what I look at their actual investment dollars they're not doing it on 1.5 anymore and they might be doing it on 1 million dollars so they have $500,000 less tied up in inventory instead of carrying 100 cars they're carrying 75 doing 60 so yeah even though 60 at 1500 a copy or 1800 a copy whatever their number is 
you know, that it's the same, it didn't move. So that, that manager that's paid off of unit and volume and, or volume and gross, average gross or their total gross, or even sometimes the dealers, they don't see the growth, but they want from 1.5 million, if it's floor plan, that's $500,000 less at risk paying interest, or it's $500,000 if it's cash in the bank for the dealer. Where'd that 500 grand go? Apply that to your gross. Let's just say your average gross went from 1,500 selling 60 cars down to 1,200 selling 60 cars, but you got $500,000 less and tied up in inventory. That dealership is running more efficiently. They're pushing more units with the same or less dollars. Okay, so that's really where your gross comes in. The improved margins, improved margins would not be go out and buy more expensive cars because the math is simple. And I'm going to do a calculator here, but just so I can make sure my numbers are right. But let's just say you have $1.5 million in inventory, okay, and you take a higher, like this gentleman's approach saying get higher dollar inventory. Let's say you divide that and your average investment is $20,000. Again, mostly a used car type a lot. That's only 75 units. Let's say that dealership's very efficient and carry 75, sell 75, okay? Well, let's take that same 1.5 million in inventory and let's say my average investment's 15 grand. I drive down that average investment. I got 100 opportunities. Now, 100 cars, sell 100 cars. It's 25 more cars that me, as a dealer, if my average investment's five grand less, 25 additional cars that I put on the road at... 1200 a copy or whatever that number is plus eight in the back so another two grand total profit that's not including trades and other things you know 25 cars going through my service making recon dollars and so forth so the efficiency of running just again if you're tapped or floor plan at 1.5 million 4 million a new whatever that number is if you're tapped the more you can put in and out of there Okay, and that means driving down that average investment. That's just that's just raw numbers. Twenty thousand dollar average investment on one point five million, or fifteen thousand dollar average investment. You're going to push out more units, which makes your dealership more profitable. So the advice of, and again, maybe they've got other proof that that's a good strategy that to, to invest in higher dollar cars that have higher equipment that have higher dollar stickers that then makes it harder to get a 10% return again a, a $1500 deal is easier to get than a 2 grand deal so 10% again 20 grand invest average investment 50 grand average investments easier to get 2 grand a car than it is 5 grand a car when you do it on by percentage so look at your gross profit margins by percentage and try to tack every car, you know, not that that's your minimum, but you know, if you're only making 800 on a eight grand car, it's still your 10%. It's a good deal, good enough deal to keep your 10% profit margins rolling. Then drive down that average investment. And I'm gonna show you a chart here where we track inventory efficiency, and I'm gonna pop it up here, but the, uh, bl the green line is their average investment. And every time this average investment goes up, the black line, which is their efficiency grade, goes down. So as average investment, I'm going to roll over here where their average investment is one of the highest at 18.9. The efficiency score dropped down to one of the lowest. But as average investment goes down, their efficiency rate at 16.7, their efficiency rate goes up. They're turning more units with the same dollars. So again, I want to wrap this up, but you know, I read that article and I'm like, man, that's just bad advice. I think, again, based off of what I just showed you here and my theory of how to run an inventory, again, if they've got other stats that kind of back it up again, yeah, average dollars of cost of a, of, of a vehicle is going up. A couple factors is 
manufacturers are driving it up, rebates are getting bigger and actually driving some of that expense down, but lease penetration's bigger, but also the 60 months is now 72 and 84 months, keep those payments the same, so people are stepping up on some of that stuff, but it doesn't mean the dealer's gonna be more profitable. Okay, so run your inventory by managing what percentage of gross profit you want to make, not just a flat number. We got to make fifteen hundred or two grand a car. And I'm not doing it. Look at the percentage, and then look at your efficiency. How many units are you pushing out on those dollars? You might be selling the same amount of cars at the same gross, but if you can do it on five hundred thousand dollars less, the dealer is more profitable. When you have a happy dealer, you got a happy employee, and then you know the profits start coming, and and then your pay plan, your paycheck actually gets affected by that. It goes up too. So hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, you know, give me an email at jrice at lotpop.com, 844-LOTPOPHOR. Uh, give me a call. Hope you enjoyed this and see you next week. Thanks.